Hola YouTube, my name is Ricardo Lino and I'm a wheel addict. Welcome to Skate Talks number 27. You probably know that I make videos, right? Okay, so as someone who does videos on a daily basis, there's always some people that you look up to. And my guest today is one of those guys. His videos, well, it looks like you're in a cinema, you know? It just everything looks so good. Today, my guest is Dom West. I know that he started skating around 96, which was also around the same time when he started filming using his parents' cameras. But let's call Dom and see what he's up to. Hello. Hey, yo, how are you doing, Dom? <laughs> good, mate. How are you going? I'm good. I'm good. So, sorry that I took a little bit longer. I'm just having my try to have That's a, little, right, a little bit of a lunch break here. You got to get my got to get my <laughs> intro right, you know. <laughs> well, I was trying to say something along these lines, something like, well, if someone is watching these, they probably watched my videos, but as someone who make videos every day, there's some people mm -hmm. that you look for that make something somehow special it's basically we work on the same theme which is skating a lot but your things mm -hmm. are special so and then i was also saying that we kind of start, started like the same way we started skating and we used our parents cameras but somewhere along the way you became way too good and that's where we're going to talk today <laughs> so sounds good man how did you got into skating um, yeah, I mean, I started, I guess, when a lot of other people did, um, like yourself in the mid-90s. So, like, 1996, I got um, just a pair of, like, crappy plastic wheel kind of inline skates for my birthday. I think because my brother had just gotten some as well. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of roller, roller discos going on for kids' birthday parties and that kind of stuff. So, it was kind of, it was just, it was around. So, yeah, obviously took a, an interest in it and, and got some rec skates but then within about three months i think me and my brother both just wore through these like shitty plastic wheeled skates and i got some roses fco roams which was kind of like the beginning of trying to do tricks and stuff yeah it was like the um, affordable version of the majestics back then huh? <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it's not the boots probably not that far off from a majestic it was the same. Still is to this day i guess yes yeah, same mm -hmm. maybe <laughs> felt, it felt more flimsy but probably the same yeah, probably because it was a higher frame too and all that. But anyway, keep going. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah, basically got FC Rhymes, got, you know, then just took out the wheels, got the got the grind wheels in there and everything. And basically just, yeah, just like the rest of it's kind of a blur, I guess. Just really became obsessed like we all did. And, but then, yeah, at the same time, um, me and my brother always sort of used my dad's camera just to, you know, I guess, I guess we were doing it just to film ourselves, just to see what we were doing and, and what not really to show other people just to kind of um yeah i don't know look at our own skating and figure out how to get better and that just kind of went on for a good few years and then i guess i slowly just got newer cameras and then you know i was still as interested in as sort of skating well um as i was filming for the for like a good 15 years and then it kind of took a bit of a um I took, yeah, my interest in filming kind of grew more than, than my sort of uh, interest in improving my skating. And then that's kind of what's led me to, yeah, where I am today. 
Okay. So where are you today? <laughs> in, in like in life as a professional and at the same time in location? <laughs> Geographical location. I'm in Sydney, Australia. Um, and I've been here for about nine years now. I, yeah, I'm originally from the UK, from London in the UK. So that's where I grew up and, and started skating. And that's where I'm from, friends and family from, from London. But ended up just kind of coming to um, Australia on a bit of a kind of bit of a whim really after I finished university and didn't really plan on staying just kind of yeah just thought I'd try something different um, but then yeah fell in love with the the place and the people and the lifestyle and pretty much yeah I've been here ever since um, career-wise I am like I'm a, I work full-time for a, a documentary production company based in Sydney Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I guess, yeah, my main role is as, is as a, is as a cinematographer, um, and then obviously a director as well on some shoots. And, and then when I'm not out filming, I'll be like doing post production, so editing or um, just yeah, all the other stuff that comes along with the boring stuff on the other side of filming, like yeah, <laughs> so you, grading you, and sound. You said that you did. You studied in in the UK. Did you study cinema or something related with it, or you just went with it as a passion? No. Yeah, I didn't. I basically. So I mean, my, my filming skills purely come from, I guess, originally come from just filming gating, and then, um, like I, I was fairly academic at school, so I ended up doing like a physics degree at uni because um, I was pretty good at maths and science. Like my dad was a maths and science teacher, so I kind of was going down that route, not really ever that passionate about sort of science and physics, but I guess it was just, yeah, I don't know. I figured it was a done thing, you know, go to uni and just do the best thing I can do and get a get a good job or whatever. And I, so I did end up working um, for a year as an engineer, um, which I just really didn't enjoy. It was, it, I mean, I, my heart wasn't in it. And, you know, I, on the side, I had obviously this filming um this passion for filming and, and editing that I sort of started to realize, obviously I could make a bit of money from it. So I started to do bits of freelance work um, and then eventually quit the engineering job, but then found this full-time um, position where I'm now, which was like four years ago. And tell me, okay, so that engineering work, was that in Australia or still in the UK? That was yeah in, in Australia and Sydney. So pretty much, yeah, as soon as I finished uni, I was like 21. Um, I was at Bristol Uni in the UK. I finished my degree and then like pretty much I was like applying for a few jobs and things but because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I can't, that's why I went to Australia in the first place. And then it was being in Australia and kind of, um, you know, the whole Vine Street thing, like making videos with those guys really just kind of, um, I guess I developed my passion for filmmaking more and more. And that's just kind of slowly developed in the last like, yeah, nine years since I've been in Sydney. So that it, that was really like a, I started to take it more seriously once I was in Australia. <laughs> and since then, whatever you know when it comes to video, it's all just like from self-learning and all that stuff, right? Yeah, man, pretty much. I guess like, so yeah, to start with, it was, it was just through skating, just pretty much filming skating. And then um, I guess the last four years has been probably the steepest kind of um, learning curve, like not in not in necessarily a hard way, but I guess I've learned the, the most and developed like pretty quickly just because of the people I'm working around. Like my boss is, um, yeah, he's just like a super well-known cinematographer and director in, in Australia. And I guess, yeah, what's, potentially worldwide. What's his name? If, if what's his you, name? 
Um, his name's Abraham Joff. I mean, you wouldn't, unless you're sort of really into the documentary um, uh, side of things, then you yeah, you might not have heard of him. But yeah, in Australia, he's a pretty sort of well-known cinematographer and he just kind of, um, yeah, gave me a chance, I guess. And I've just, yeah, learned a hell of a lot from him. And um, yeah, and then I get to just, yeah, practice that. And when I make skate videos, I just get to use all these skills and, and ideas that I kind of, I've learned at work and then trying to sort of put them into skate videos as well which is the fun side that's awesome and it's like but yeah. I, i have so many doubts and so many things that i need like so many questions not doubts sorry um yeah. tell me like the type of cameras that you use for the videos that you do did you at first rent them or they were always yours you always um, had your own gear pretty much always had my own gear like um let me think Like, I've never really rented stuff. I mean, I will say one thing. Like, the, some of the stuff in the last, like, four years, basically, since I've been with this company, um, I, it has been stuff that I've, I've used from work, um, which I guess you could say is rented. Um, but, yeah, mostly just trying to sort of, yeah, just use what I got. And it just so happens, like, nowadays, like, I mean, the camera I've got that I did the, the Burma one with, for example, like, it's a tiny camera. It's like, I mean, it's, you know, it's fairly expensive, but... It's what? kind of fairly accessible now, and you can. What camera is it? Yeah, you can get amazing quality. Uh, it's a GH5, Panasonic GH5. Oh, it's the same as me. I'm doing something wrong then. <laughs> nah, nah. It's, it's kind of figuring out the potential, you know? No, I'm kidding. And that was one of the things that I was going to ask you right after, which is obviously yeah, yeah. what you're doing, it's completely different from what I'm doing. I keep on saying the same. Basically, mm -hmm. I'm trying to do something which is basically disposable. I try to produce as much content as I can. I want to produce something that people can consistently watch on a daily basis. Yeah. Someone like you, it's completely on the on the other side, which I totally agree, respect, and I really think it's needed mm. more than anything. But my question here is, what is your opinion? Because I know that sometimes people have different opinions about this. What is your opinion on someone that puts so much time into something like this, like you put about what I do, things which are disposable. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I see a place for both of them in in terms of, yeah, like where they fit in with me, different types of media. But I guess, I mean, look, if I could produce like pieces more often to the standard that I want, I would. It's just, I guess they take so long when you, yeah, when you sort of, you labor so long over something. So like, yeah, I would, I would love to be producing more pieces, but I guess they take too long. So then on the flip, you know, um, people like yourself, obviously trying to put as much content out there as, as much as possible. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, I, I've watched your videos and they're and as entertaining as probably stuff that I watch. So it's just a totally different style of video. Yeah, but, It's kind of tricky for yeah, you they, to answer that because yeah. it's obviously, like I said, so for those listening to these before I, When I first met, I, before I usually start recording these, I make a phone call to my guest yeah. where we just kind of like test the sound, you know? But for yeah, someone yeah, listening yeah. to this, they don't know. But obviously, my the way that I deal with the detail, it's not the same as you. And that's obviously seen in our videos, you know? I know that like some of my friends, even in, in Cape Town, some of them that work with video like you do, like videographers mm -hmm. or whatever, they're all like, super how can i say meticulous if you can uh, say the word to detail yeah, you know meticulous. yeah yeah and yeah no i mean i feel like i yeah i mean 
on the one hand though i'd say that kind of slows me down so much like because i am i probably take too long on, on some things and i'm over meticulous um because you know if you if you were super meticulous on all your videos like you you'd never you wouldn't be able to produce as yeah, much i know as i can, know it's impossible know? so it's like finding the balance like i guess and then at the same time the thing is also some people do it with skating and for you it's actually with your pieces which is people are expecting a certain thing to come from you from now on so you always need mm. to bring to give them that or better you know so that's yeah, no. that's where you put yourself to so it's also different for that no i agree and i guess for me as well now like when i put something out obviously it's if it's a skate film it's you know it's primarily for for skaters but also i'm thinking right that this is me trying to show other cinematographers like career-wise it's me trying to show my best work to you know what i mean to that kind of industry as well um so i want it to be you know, presented in the best light that i can do it i guess of course I whereas guess. yourself whereas yourself you're not you know you're not trying to Im like make waves in the cinematography industry for example no nah, not at all it's but on the other side so, like i tr because i work in the skating industry i try to put as much into the skating industry not really into the filming industry if that makes sense it's yeah, more like bringing yeah. more skate content it's about the skate content it's not really about the quality of the video sometimes it's just explaining something or bringing some ideas or yeah. but it's not really about the videos it's just a, a way to bring that content or to bring that idea somehow tell me what lenses because some people keep asking like what gear you're using what lenses are yeah, you yeah. using on your gh5 um so the gh5 i have like first off i have the the speed booster that lets you put um like canon lenses on there mm -hmm. so i've just So instead of using the the native Panasonic lenses, because that's I think probably one of the things that makes it tricky to use with to, to use if you're using the normal native lens. Yeah, yeah I know exactly. Of, it's they're just kind of tricky. So I and I had Canon lenses before, so I bought the adapter and then I've got a what have I got? I've got a 24 to 70. I've got a 70 to 200. Um, so the zoom lenses. I've got the 8 to 18 fisheye, and then I have got what else have I got? I think, I think that's all I've got that I own personally. But then, for example, with the Burma piece, I, I borrowed some lenses from work. So I think I borrowed like a 35 mil mm -hmm. um, prime lens just for those like super shallow looking shots. And I borrowed a 18 to 80 zoom, like it's like a cine zoom lens, which was kind of weird to use because it makes like the camera a power a bit, zoom, like, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it has a power zoom, so you can actually put a power zoom on the like the the mirrorless you know dslr and how does it work now. with this um, how does it work with the focus uh it, it works pretty good with the focus because it yeah it, it, the autofocus is no good so you've basically got to like either try and pull focus while you're zooming which is pretty hard or just kind of um stop download so it's just it's all in focus but yeah it's not it, it's not ideal i thought it would be because I, i used to obviously love using the um the zoom style video cameras you know that's what i yeah I was brought up on through filming skates through filming skating and i still think it's you know it's it is one of the best ways if not the best way to, to film skating because you want you know you don't you always want to have the for the fish eyes great and then also if someone's coming towards you or panning or whatever you can obviously have like a bit of bit more more of a dynamic shot like by following someone but yeah moving on to sort of higher quality pictures means it's harder to yeah get those zooming shots but um 
I don't know, man, yeah, it's all just... And do you use any external recorder or record everything internally in the camera? Um, I try and... I, I tried to do quite a bit into a recorder, into one of those Atomos recorders, so it's mm -hmm. like um, a little bit high quality, but easier to edit with. But then it become yeah, it became tricky trying to do fisheye into the recorder because in the, ca the camera feels a bit weird when when it's weighted like that. So I would just film internally. So it's a mixture like the Burma piece is a mixture of internal and and recorded externally. And to be honest, the difference is not that noticeable. Yeah, it's probably it's more just the the like focusing sort of functionality that is easier with a big screen, you know, and checking your exposure and stuff. Of course, going a little bit geeky when it comes to filming for some people. A little bit people. geeky, yeah. Yeah, but, lot, but you know what? A lot of people have probably switched off by now. <laughs> no, nah, man, you know what? Sometimes this type of, sometimes there's people that really want to know about all these things. So we'll see how it goes. Mm. <laughs> it's true. Like, okay. You can always put, you put chapter markers and they can skip. It's all good. <laughs> or they can just listen in like two times speed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, why Burma? That was one of the questions some people did. Yeah, good, good question. Um, why Burma? So it, it was like a number of factors that sort of like that came together. I guess firstly, um, me and Joe, me and Joe were the ones who first started talking about doing something together because we, we made that piece in Sydney probably almost two years ago now, a year and a half ago. Um, mm -hmm. And after that, we just, I mean, I, I love working together with Joe. I've, I've worked with him on a few different bits and it's just great fun. We just, yeah, it's just, so it's a good time. So we, we immediately started planning something else. Um, and we, I mean, straight away, I kind of just said I didn't want to just go somewhere, go to a city and just film another skate section. I did want to just try and explore something a bit different just because it gets a bit boring doing the same thing over and over. So um, we, were talk we were talking about Asia because he was doing competitions there. It was easy and cheap for him to get there and relatively easy and cheap for me to get there because... Australia is pretty far from everywhere else, so um, <laughs> we, were, we were talking about Asia. But then I basically just I just remembered I had I have a friend who I met like when I first came to Australia who was who's from a place a couple of hours north of Sydney called Newcastle, and he basically moved to Burma six years ago now. And he he hit me up a few times through Facebook, just like when Vine Street um, when Chapter Two came out, and he said, "Oh, hey man, like you should." You should come and check out the scene here. Like it's, we've got something pretty cool going on. And I never really sort of, I, I knew he was out there, but I knew that Burma was like, you know, it's not really a place you go to go on a skate trip. So I'd never really <laughs> considered it seriously. I was just like, yeah, I'd like to, man, but I just, I just can't see it happening. So I just had that in the back of my mind, and I don't know, it just came back into my head, and I was like, shit, this, that's basically exactly what the, the kind of trip we want to do. And then I just started talking to him. I guess he he saw that I was serious about it and I, I basically made like a pdf document with um kind of like a rough outline and just some pictures trying to make it look like it was something legit and just sent it to um to gav and was like hey man what, what do you think of this and he was just like yeah man like sounds like an amazing idea count me in um and then yeah gav and joe pretty much said they'd been hanging out with heineman um in asia like earlier that year and that you know they got on really well and I didn't even know Matthew was really sort of skating much still, so I was just like, "All right, yeah, let's, let's see." If Dude, Matthew, Matthew is like, I have too many top favorite skaters, but Matthew is one of them for He's sure. Up there, yeah, He's... definitely, man. Now that was that was a big dream come true, just getting to film with Matthew, because I, I remember seeing him 
win the Paris IMYTA in 03. That was yeah. probably the first and only time I saw him. I think I saw you there actually as well. <laughs> when were I was bald. <laughs> yes, I, I, I think you were bald. And yeah. you were trying to, were you trying to true Mizzou the, the fat ledges? In South yeah, yeah. yeah I that, did it the that? day before yeah. the IMYTA. Yeah, the I person that. I just. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of weird, <laughs> but that I was the know, same I did time. That in like Salomon's without wide bodies, that's pretty, uh, pretty ridiculous. Then, on that shh, don't say the Salomon word, people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're long gone. It's fine. <laughs> nah, it's okay. Um, I'm just kidding. But yeah, Heinemann, I was just like, shit, man. Like this could be really cool. I, I just, I didn't really know what to expect because, yeah, like I said, I hadn't really seen um, any skating from him in the last few years, but. He um he came through like a like champion and yeah it was a pleasure to have on the trip and everyone got along really well and that's kind of how it all eventuated but yeah the guy Dave pretty much um Dave Payne not to be yeah, confused yeah. with yeah. Dave Payne different having yeah, if if someone doesn't know who he is trip. they need to watch the video then that's the best way yeah exactly <laughs> um exactly now he's he's an absolute legend and um he just planned this whole trip and and took care of everything basically so it made it really really easy i told him kind of what what i was hoping for i was just like hey man is there any really we want to film the interesting stuff you know these unique kind of stories because he was sending me pictures on facebook of all sorts like before i went like guys with like wooden wooden h blocks in their frames and stuff and all this crazy <laughs> awesome, shit that i've never man. seen like <laughs> i didn't get uh, we didn't get to see that guy but that um the sort of backyard backyard skate park that dad was building was kind of like that was probably the highlight for me that, that was trip. awesome and, but even the park that you guys skated i think it's that green park that matthew does that yeah. uh, hop with the, his hands that's that, I don't, it don't that's know what you call, amazing yeah. matthew ledoux kind of trick yes like the parkour stuff i don't know what that is but it's just like that park looks so sick and who the fuck has that thing in the park like a big hole like that yeah it's it's a well so like i guess it maybe it used to be a well that they they would get water out of and then I guess they built the skate park around the well. It's just really random. It's so sick. The skate park's actually, it's called Baby Worlds as well. The, the skate parks over there have the strangest names. I don't know what Baby World has to do with anything, but that's what it's called. <laughs> it's Baby World. <laughs> it's that's amazing. It, <laughs> I would love to. How long did you guys stay there? So we did We did a 10-day trip, basically. Um, we had like a few days in the in the capital city where we sort of, got most of the street tricks that are in the video which which aren't many but like that alley yeah, saw from kind of, joe it's amazing down uh, the rail yeah, that's in the capital yeah <sighs> yangon that was literally i'd say that was at like 1 a.m the night like the morning that we were all flying out like on the last day we all flew at like six in the morning but yeah that was like it's like we're gonna get more clips we need more street more street so like yeah that was like our last <laughs> and then he does that it's amazing it's so yeah, good that no, was pretty sick <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's good to know. And yeah. any plans for anything to be done anytime soon? Yeah, I guess one thing we've been working on in Sydney, just with all the guys here, well, just with one guy really, but everyone's been kind of out skating and trying to um, be involved with the sessions. But yeah, Elliot Stevens from the UK is has yes. been living in Sydney for, for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've just been steady kind of filming over the last, I don't know, probably almost about a year now. It's been kind of slow because I've, I've been away and, and he's been away and then we've kind of just been kind of lazy, but just taking it easy, enjoying it. He's He's got a couple of years here and we've just been 
slowly making a section and just enjoying it. Um, so hopefully, definitely before the end of the year, that'll be done. But yeah, hopefully in the next three months, ideally. A- um, I guess we haven't decided yet. Yeah, potentially. I mean, it is yeah, amazing if, if it's if it's <laughs> of a high enough quality. Then yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because he's killing it, and like he's probably the only one right now really. You know, because Sydney's fresh for him, and all the spots are fresh, so he's he's excited to film. Is it still going like full? Like, because there was a time when it was in the UK, like I don't know, like three, four years ago. The way he was skating was just like going for it, like mm. whenever. Yeah, was... like I remember some some of those comps and stuff. Like I remember we we brought up that clip the other day where he does like five forty true soul. At, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You remember that? <laughs> I do. That's what I. <laughs> Yeah. Um, look, he's he's skating really well and, and he's doing big shit still, but I, I haven't seen any 540 True Souls yet. So, um, yeah, you'll have to be the judge of it when you see the section, I guess. Okay, I'll okay. You can count on me if it's a VOD. I'll buy for I'll buy that one too. So, <laughs> nice one. Appreciate At least it. you got one client here. <laughs> there you go. Me and Elliot can get a beer. Nice. <laughs> you got one beer for now, but I'm sure that you're gonna get more. Uh, tell me, as someone who does what you do for a living. Is there anyone that you look in the, the the skating industry that does videos that you really look up for, or is there or there is no one that you really look for? No, definitely, man. I I mean, for me, I mean, for me, I'm in terms of making skate videos. I'm I am genuinely inspired by anyone who's making skate videos because, like, for me, just seeing knowing that people are out there motivated, like, still making stuff like that, that just motivates me. That um, but from in terms of like a technical filming perspective, I would say definitely top five. I started guys, this. Like, I started this with Scott the other day. Top five. Yeah. Video makers top in five. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <cool. laughs> make it easy. Make it easy or make it hard. Right. Yeah, um, the hard part is coming next. Or? The hard part is coming next. Oh shit! <laughs> no, I'm definitely top five. I can do, but I don't know about an order. You know, like uh, just that everyone's. Yeah, everyone top. top everyone um, top five. Yeah. And definitely, I, I, everything that Ivan does, Ivan Norez. Have you seen? Yeah, of course. Like a lot of his film stuff lately. Um, mm. I don't. I mean, I've used Super 8 like maybe once or twice, but yeah, I, if I had more time in the, like, I would definitely be messing with film or more time and money, I guess, because he's. I think he's got a pretty good kind of connection with um, with a developer yeah. that kind of lets him shoot a lot. And yeah, I, unless you have that, it's going to be pretty expensive. So. All of Ivan's stuff I love, and I mean, he, all, his digital stuff as well is is amazing. I mean, I was yeah, his videos used to be on repeat. Valo Four, all the shreds he did, um, and who else? Carsten and Benjamin. I don't know how you say his surname. Yeah, I know. Carsten who you're talking Benny, about. who did the Cayenne guys? Mm-hmm. They um, made Formosa now, which is coming now. Come on, yeah, come exactly. Which I need to see ASAP. But yeah, basically those guys. I mean, definitely inspired inspired me a lot. And, um, you know, obviously, traveling and skating is, you know, is is what I'm trying to do as well now with with these with these skate videos. So, definitely looking to to what those guys are making. And yeah, well, I mean, we me and Carsten were chatting just the other day, and he, um, yeah, he's definitely definitely a big inspiration. Um, obviously, Jonas Hansen is top five as well. Just like beautiful work. Um, I think he's working with Eugen at the moment so looking forward to seeing more from him ah is is he also in california because from what i know i think oregon just landed maybe in america. 
Yeah, that's maybe. It. Maybe we just maybe we just leaked something that we weren't supposed to leak. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it um, wasn't us. It was it was one blade mag. So I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's, that's fine. It's out there. It's out there. Um, AJ man, Adam Johnson, love all his stuff. Um, and that's number four. So I, I got one more, don't I? Come on, now you need to be super. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This pressure's on, man. Um, I don't want to miss anyone. You will, oh, man. man. You always miss anyone. someone. Oh, it's just hard. Shit. No, I, missed, I missed size more, didn't I? Shit. <laughs> now that you got, you got space there. for, for size. reason. Size was definitely in there. Oh, yeah, his last like, his last video was amazing. Yeah, it's just his stuff is just. I don't know. You can't really false it. That that style of, you know, it's just the the perfect skate video style. You know, I know. Everything, I, yeah. The the, zoo, the long shots, the fish eyes, the editing, music, the action, the people in it, the length. I don't know. Just the film does it very like well. That I spoke with Scott also in the last podcast that I did about mm. the last trick of his video with Dominic Bruce. That, yeah, I love that. that the stomp. It's not even about the. 720 out it's just when he lands in the water no, come out dude it made me feel proud so good. that's the thing like you it feel like yes <laughs> okay now yeah, the man. the now the hard question what was like the thing that you saw lately no, no let's not just say one you don't need to to put anyone on the on the spot but was there some things that you saw lately that you felt oh no just like ah Please don't. <laughs> Something like that. You don't need to put anyone on the line, but is there like a lot of things that you see skating wise that makes you feel like that? Um, as in, okay, wait, let me think about this one. Um, you don't need to put anyone on the line if you don't want to. If you want, like, um, it doesn't really matter. It's just like, because, man, I, I, I do it. I feel it sometimes, and I'm not even that perfectionist, like I told you. Like, sometimes, like, I'm going to go straight to the point. There's like, There was, there's this brand that it's called, I think it's called Micro. Micro makes scooters and they now, from what I oh, know, yeah, yeah, micro yeah, scooters. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're not taking part. I don't really know exactly what's happening with Seba. You might know more about Seba than I do because oh, you've been with CJ. a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So they kind of like producing some of the skates. There were Seba, now they're producing under the name. And even, even if they said it's not, but you can see it clearly. And yeah, if, if you watch the so micro, uh, are basically the micro scooters are producing like Sabre lookalike skates. Is that what you're saying? No, basically, micro scooters have been owning the brand Sabre since forever. They're the real owners, you know? Okay. So, and that's been like that for a long time, isn't it? Since, since they won, something like that. Uh, no. So Didn't now, know. with Sabre, I, I can't say it's going down. I don't really know exactly what's happening, but I know that now. Since like last ISPO, I saw the guy from Micro and I was asking and he says they have nothing to do with Seba, but they are Seba. You can see it clearly. So, mm. And now the latest video, the, you just need to see it. That's all I can tell you. It's just, dude, it's like no, you go from but, Seba but to a... It's, it's going from Seba to a video filmed with a phone, not even have any graphics, but it's, it doesn't make sense that it's on their YouTube channel. See, that's the type of yeah. things that sometimes makes us as skaters like, Dude, like there was a brand that worked in their image for so long trying to make something, you know. These yeah. guys are kind of not taking over because they're using a different name, but it's just you know, that's yeah, the type of example that, that I'm, I'm saying. Like, Yeah, look, I, I don't know, man. I can't 
think of one to be honest i mean but that's good that's, that's really good like, if you don't if have I, one if, if I, yeah i don't know man i i do i do kind of just enjoy pretty much everything that's to do with blading so um and i don't know i yeah something like that would probably i don't know how i'd feel seeing it probably a bit i'll send you the link after so you can yeah you can judge. Link. I, i know <laughs> i remember cj saying something something weird happened in the factory where like don't know i, I don't even know if, who's cj's getting for if he's with saber or what but what what's going on with that but um yeah it seems yeah, that's, that's the weird part that i don't get weird. i don't understand what's happening sabers, so. yeah he's getting he's getting on sabers and he got like a package the other day something like that but i don't know what's yeah. happening too so i'm trying to know it doesn't sound like yeah <laughs> i i um, i don't know much so i don't want to say anything and get it wrong so nah. but something's happening you're but playing yeah, safe no, no, you're playing <laughs> I'm playing it safe, man. This is going to be on YouTube, so, you know. Um, <laughs> it's weird because you sometimes you forget you're being recorded and I'm just like, oh, shit, I'm actually going to watch what I say here. <laughs> okay, so now that this is being recorded, who's your favorite skaters to film with? Okay, let's, yeah. to film with. top five. We can go top five again. Come on. Number one, oh, it's tricky because it doesn't need to be top one, two, three. Just like the the guy, the five guys that you like. If you if you would need to choose five guys now to do like a skate trip, it doesn't matter where video, you, yeah. you could oh, go I, and skate the okay. moon. If you want to go like the moon trip, <laughs> would with the five well, it, guys. It's not as easy as I, I thought it would be because some some <laughs> of the guys obviously that I filmed with, who probably I would you know I'd like to film with the most aren't always the easiest people to to film with if you know what i mean does that make sense so like <laughs> yeah exactly for example, <laughs> for example i would ryan arnold is definitely one of the people that you know having filmed over the years is the most kind of um what's the word i don't know it's just shocking yeah, getting stuff with <laughs> ryan is amazing you know so but it's like i wouldn't take him on a skate trip nowadays because i know he's not that reliable to skate so like mm. I mean, he's fairly reliable, but I just... No, when I mean reliable yeah. to get the clips, like, on that day, yeah. whatever, you know what I'm saying? I love Ryan. It's like... I mean, he... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just not that excited to, to go out there and, and do drop rails and get clips, you know? Yeah. Not even drop rails, but just do anything. So, yeah, like, but Ryan's up there for sure. Um, CJ is, is up there because he's just always motivated and always will come home with something in the bag or several clips um to definitely ryan and cj who else that would be fun to see those two australians traveling together even if it's yeah the moon. i mean they, <laughs> they're used to a lot i mean if we're going putting australians in there we'll, we'll have to have gavin there um for obvious reasons um and then who else oh man top five too hard can i do five in australia and then five like, <laughs> you, can, you can you can <laughs> Yeah, we'll do we'll do Australia. Because we're closer to the moon in Australia, so it's just <laughs> Exactly. Um, I would have Robbie, Robbie Pitts. Yes. Sure. Dude. He's just, it was like seriously, yeah. I told him and I'm telling you, like on that Vine Street too. I, I my shop used to I have a little shop that used to be inside a skate park. Now we're not in the skate park anymore, but even like when yeah. Vine Street two is playing, when chapter two is playing The section that always stop more people to watch, it's Robbie. And it doesn't need to be just, there you go. it doesn't need to be chapter two. It can be from any video that it plays. It's yeah. either that one or the Dustin Werbeski just skating in the, like on those off-road skates oh, in, in Canada. Woods. It's yeah, one of yeah. those two videos that stop the most people. Other than that, 
everything like i'm not saying it's average but people don't stop to watch but those two always yeah you I mean, got one to go the, uh, okay so that's four um <laughs> in australia man who's gonna this is hard i'm gonna miss someone again come on um, bring matthias auger i would love to see matthias <laughs> that's true that's true i haven't really filmed with matthias much because he's in an, in another city he's in melbourne but yeah i know i mean he's not i mean he's he's as aussie as i am i guess like he's you know not originally from yeah no, 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 so no he doesn't count um, <laughs> okay fuck, my memory's just really bad i'm just trying to think who's got sections in chapter two and i can't even what about vine street wait who um you can bring an old school fine, guy man. i would we can bring matt salerno oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. we go old. actually i'd probably bring scott crawford just yeah he's he, been skating more often huh? he's like he's back on it he's super motivated um yeah he's he's a legend so he's up he's in there and he can skate vert which none of us can so okay so you got like a good tell me something are those guys like team ward i saw something from team ward like two years ago something like that are any of those guys ever skating or do you ever see any of those guys yeah so it's the same thing again with like so he's in melbourne tim ward there's basically a crew of older guys from melbourne and then some from sydney so the sydney guys like I, i've kept in fairly good contact with like scott still skates on a regular basis um josh pincus yes. is still around skating in sydney Dinette. um Dion Anthony, no, he like I have spoken to him, and even for that chapter two kind of um, older guy section, I, I was trying to see if he was keen, but he's got like ACL problems, his knees pretty buggered, so mm-hmm. he I don't I just don't think he could really skate basically. I think he he did get a clip when when Julio was here for um, yeah. for Valo four. Yeah. I think that was the last time he skated, but then maybe his knees got worse. Um, Salerno was on the scene for a while, but I haven't actually spoke to him in probably two years maybe okay. um which is a shame need to need to hit him up but then yeah melbourne you've got tim ward you've got manuel billaris um josh clark and i know yeah I know josh clark skates a fair bit um cool. tim ward maybe like once in a you know a year or two as far as i know i might be totally wrong here mm-hmm. but as far as i know i think yeah J- josh clark kind of still still holds it down um tom fry but yeah Tom Fry is Sydney based and he came to the chapter two premiere actually. That was kind of cool, but that was the only time I've, I've met him and ah. we've chatted a few times, but I, again, I think his, his knee, he's got issues, but I think he's really good mates with Scott Crawford and Scott's there's, there'll be times when Scott's like, yeah, Tom, Tom's going to come out and come out. And then it hasn't quite happened, but I'm still, I'm still hopeful. One ah, day. Man, me too. <laughs> I'm waiting but to see I, those clips. I think, I think Scott was like, "Yeah, man, if he comes out, like it's no cameras, it's just just skating." So I was like, oh, but yeah. all right. <laughs> I can <laughs> imagine like over. those guys. It's like they had that image, you know. It's just like for them to see something or for people to see something from them. Yeah, I understand it somehow. I think yeah. I mean, especially and then obviously being so good and then not skating for ages and then I don't know. You I don't guess, want people to see it. I get it. I totally you understand. Wanna, yeah, so you don't <laughs> you don't want people to film like film your you know first drop in back on skates like is, 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 i can understand <laughs> that so but okay now let's I'm go let's go for the art question so you go to like uh no no you still didn't tell me the top five worldwide i didn't do international yeah did I? no no you didn't all right, all right. And I'm, I'm obviously just these are i'd probably have another list of people that i haven't met that i would like to work with but i'm just doing people that i've obviously who are my friends basically who mm-hmm. who i um but you already know not just the know, skating like but people that you think you you would click to do something yeah, yeah, yeah um leon humphreys number one 
is yeah. I know, Leon. I know exactly just, what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. I think most people know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not dude, just the, it's so the he's coming. It it would be like the the level of skill and not just that, like the attitude, like the 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 passion towards skating and just the motivation yeah. for everyone else around him and like Leon. It's just like so. The first time that I've ever went to London, we I never met Leon before from yeah. nowhere somewhere on the internet I got his email I emailed him and he was waiting for me he, he didn't knew me no one wow. knew me nothing just, he was waiting yeah, for nice. me just he picked me up and he showed me the locals the spots and all that stuff. it was cool it was just like out of nowhere and he didn't, didn't knew me you know that's just an example of yeah exactly no I mean uh, and I, that guy I can just there's not many people I can talk to skating about like in, in depth or, or for a long time I don't know I just I can just chat to Leon about skating for ages and it's always interesting and new shit that i haven't haven't even thought about so he's yeah he's, he'd be good for a trip for sure um i'd put in ollie short in there yes please another one of, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what one of the, <laughs> the other day i was like i came i just came i got back to south africa and while i got back to while i was in portugal my mom just came to me hey you you have this wallet here from a friend of yours So my mom just what? came to me with Ollie Short's wallet. <laughs> I never, I never from steal the what, wallet. Like from years ago. Yes. Yeah, so basically, there was this event in Madrid, and I don't know. I think Ollie left the wallet in our van. There was like this group of Portuguese guys, and he was with us a lot, a long yeah. time. He was a good friend of mine, and then he never yeah. really. I asked him like several times to give me the address so I could mail him the the, yeah, yeah. the wallet, and I've seen him a lot more times after that. They robbed him basically. <laughs> he never, he never <laughs> wanted it back, and I got like Mate, I got you, his. You, yeah, I, I can't sell that on um, sell that on eBay, man. <laughs> no, never. I got his driving Thank license, you. which is so stupid. Like I don't know if he's driving. Still got that. Yeah, I got. I, I told him like so many times. Please give me your address. Let me ship it to you. He never just cared. And like two years ago, two years ago, out of nowhere, there was a weird name. You you might have. Ollie on Facebook. He created like this weird name, Facebook. Oh, and he messaged no, me. I never saw him on Facebook. Yeah, see. So he messaged me and like we were talking a little bit, which I'm not going to talk here what's happening or not. But yeah, yeah. we were talking a little bit and then that was it. And since then, I never knew anything else Go about on. Ollie. Like I love Ollie, man. It's just one of, I don't know. I don't know how I didn't say Ollie the other day when I said my favorite top skaters of all times. Because he is one of my favorite top skaters of all times. <laughs> there you go yeah I mean he's up there for sure I, I saw him when did I see him I saw him at the, near the start of this year actually when I was back in London um, but yeah he's still still around up to his same old tricks and yeah was um, he skating was he skating um, he did have skates on like he's yeah I think he had some some like big wheels cruising around just Getting from A to B, but not not like skating properly. Just, yeah, but, I don't, just cruising. It's not about doing tricks, yeah. man. That's the last no, thing that I matters. Think, I mean, he'll always have skates on his feet. Like it's funny, my brother, um, who's moved back to London, he he just recently bought a house basically on the like four doors down from from Ollie's house in London. Mm -hmm. And he says he, he like he, there's been a few times when he's come home from work like late at night or whatever. And I don't know. He'll just see like ollie like or just he just knows it's ollie just a guy just cruising down the ice street on on blades so he's still on the blades man definitely that's amazing man 
Damn it, yeah. I keep trying to speak with him for so long. Now I need to go to London. <laughs> I need to find him. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, down. you got three to go. Give him his driver's license. Um, <laughs> I'll sell it. He needs to buy it. <laughs> oh, man, I, to be honest, I didn't even know he could drive. In fact, I don't. it must have been a provisional. I swear he can't drive. <laughs> so I don't think he's missing it. Um, all right, number three, number three. Back in London... It's going to have to be Bauer, James Bauer. Do you know James Bauer? Yes, Dirt I do. Box, I know. Kind of, yeah, I know. Yeah. He's just one of the boys. He lived in Sydney for a while. We, yeah, he's one of the homies. Okay. Um, you can, you can. I'm not saying uh, anything. I, I mean, love I'm like all the UK the guys, but it can. Uh, Richie, <laughs> Richie's coming. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I need, I need to branch out. Richie uh, Eisler's coming definitely because I just haven't seen him in I don't know like five, six years and. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're good friends and, you know, we, we got to hang out for like a couple of years basically while he was in Sydney and, and then obviously he ended up going to Europe and, and doing the stuff with the powerhouse. But yeah, we... Um, he's in Russia now. We haven't really worked together and yeah, he's Russia and Siberia and all that stuff. Yeah. But have you been watching his stuff? Have time, you been so. watching those live streams that he's been doing? Um, I, yeah, I watched a couple of them actually and I, I spoke to him the other day because I was just interested about yeah like what he was up to basically and um yeah it's, it's i i can see i mean i was i watched some of them and i was just like oh i just watched this for 20 minutes and i didn't even realize I was, you know what i mean like it's it's entertaining stuff yes it's so, and it's important again, back, for the kids to know that you know what's happening actually yeah for exactly so i guess that's back to your your earlier question like the the difference you know appreciating long form kind of stuff that people work on for a year or this immediate hit you know live streams or whatever like this uh, yeah as long as it's watchable and entertaining i think it's good mm -hmm. i love what richie um, is doing and i keep saying the same richie for so long he was like he was so meticulous with every single clip that would be out of him it was like so yeah he wanted but then to, you end up putting nothing out i guess Yeah, but he's working from is according to what he's been saying. Like he has a lot of stuff that is trying to edit them all, and now he's just making all these things. But it, at the same time, it's good because he puts himself out there, and a lot more people see what he's up to. That is because people sometimes they think that yeah. some guys don't skate because they don't see things from him, but he skates every day, and that's his that's yeah. his life. <laughs> so exactly, and like you, you get to see more what you know the people these guys are like personality-wise, which usually usually is a good thing because. In, in a skate video, you're just seeing snippets and it's never really that much. But, you know, mm -hmm. if it's a, someone like Richie who's, you know, a likable dude, like it's it's a good thing for people to see what he's like and, you know, people yeah. appreciate his skating more, I guess, when you, when you know someone more. So I think it's good. Um, awesome. But I don't, think I'll, I don't think I'll be live streaming anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that you can, you can even do This it with is, red cameras and shit. No? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you probably can, man. But this is hard enough trying to trying to do something for YouTube. So okay, I'll let, 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 this. let me go geeky here again with camera shit. Yeah, let's go we geeky. we have the we have the wrong camera for live streaming. So if you ever you, you do no, we do. We have the GH5. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So with the GH5. If you're going to live stream, there's these like little piece that you can connect to your computer and you can actually use your main camera mm -hmm. for live streaming with every other camera on mm -hmm. the market. If you connect your yeah. external microphone to the camera, <laughs> okay. 
it actually works with Sounds a GH5. It, there's like a little delay. So it's the only camera in the whole market that does that. I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I didn't even know that. But okay. Now you know. It sounds a bit sounds a bit tricky. <laughs> anyway, now you go going out. Of, was, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're way off. We're way off. I got two more. One I? more. One uh, more. Come on, you got Leon one. Bauer. Oh, Richie. Shit. <laughs> All right. Um, oh damn! I don't want to get this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss someone otherwise. I'm just oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's got to be Joe or, or Matthew now. But I guess it's gonna have to be Joe. <laughs> you go like it's fully <laughs> fully UK. Huh? Yeah, mostly UK and Richie. Yeah, it's I normal. should have done a UK one as well and then <laughs> done a worldwide one. But I think people will be getting bored of me listing skaters now. So. Nah, man, it's all <laughs> good. We... It's all good. So tell me, what's a daily? What's your day like on a daily basis? Like you're saying that you're working on a, on a f cinema, like product. No, I don't even know. Yeah. It's, it's, you work with it's tricky, yeah, because yeah. it's there's it's a big there's so many different um, types of of work within the film industry, I guess. But yeah, so so for me, the the daily routine, I guess, change throughout the year, kind of depending on what's going on. So, for example, at the moment, um, we're, the company I work for, we're in quite a big like post production period, I, I guess you could call it. So I haven't really, I haven't shot anything for like a month or two now so i'm basically in the office every day just um working on like fine-tuning edits um for a couple of new tv series we're working on so just mainly i'm working with other editors kind of with them you know talking about um tweaking certain parts of the edit making it shorter and i guess that really fine-tune um what's the word meticulous kind of mm -hmm. stuff that we talked about that takes takes ages but really perfecting the final stages um of an edit so i'm doing a lot of that and then also going for example today and, and all of last week i was just going into a sound design studio in sydney which we basically use once we've finished our bigger productions we on the edit we send it to this sound design studio that then will do the sound professionally they will um add all the you know sound effects and mix all the music in and, and compose the music for the for the films um, okay. that we've been working on, basically. And at the moment, there's two kind of major documentary series that we're just finishing up. That's why there's so much post-production. And, and one of them is, uh, um, it's kind of like, um, I guess, like an African Big Cats wildlife series, like a five-part five, five part series on the Big Cats mm -hmm. um, in, in Kenya, in the Maasai Mara. And then the other one is like a, like a travel uh, photography series where we like follow different um, professional photographers in different kind of exotic locations around the world tell me something um, but yeah do you guys also being in australia because you are just like me we are in the southern hemisphere i'm in south africa so right <laughs> now it's winter do you it's also chilly man it's cold <laughs> exactly but do you also have like the, the heater on. Do you... <laughs> not here at the office but usually at home i need to at night but do you guys need do you guys also have like the filming season basically like during the summer the light is better and longer days and all that and that um, could that be the yeah. reason yeah sort of i mean we don't actually a lot of the work we do like a lot of the filming is overseas anyway so that i guess to an extent would be true i, I mean it is it's a quiet time of year june july because um yeah i don't know it's, it is winter and yeah a lot of people are just kind of 
hunkering down, I guess. Um, but in terms of like the work we do, most of it is overseas. So, and it just kind of goes in waves where we do these massive chunks of filming. So like pretty much all of last year, I was away uh, like two, three weeks every month or so. And then back in Sydney for a couple of weeks and then sort of going back and forth up until about April this year. And so now we've got like this nice break where we're just doing the editing and, and kind of chilling in Sydney for a bit. And then in August, it's kind of the travel starts up again and the, and the filming. I mean, starting to go on some more shoots and okay. start collecting for next next films. So my question, I was asking you about this because I wanted to know, like, mm. how do you find the time for your skating videos? Because do you do them like after work? You work like late nights? Or? Yeah, it's it's hard, man. Like um it, yeah it's basically the same as pretty much everyone i guess you know after a, a lot of um night skates you know like if you look at chapter two i'd say maybe a quarter of it is probably filmed at night maybe more maybe less so yeah a lot of like after work night skates um and then you know on the weekends obviously and then the edit i mean the editing is really what takes its whole time wise because it's just like like the burma thing the last Man, I don't know. I mean, we, we filmed the Burma piece in December when I had like a bit of a break at the end of the year. We, we just had that 10-day trip. And then I think I started editing. I mean, I probably started putting stuff on the timeline in January and then really February, I was doing a bit. March, had a break in April, then, yeah, May, June. So it's kind of like, yeah. but And that's like coming home after like, after like a day of editing and then just, yeah, going to edit for like another however many hours. So your eyes and your brain feels pretty frazzled but it, it is hard but i it, i don't know the more it's the more i do at work on these other projects not to do with skating i guess i, I get more motivated to to work on my own stuff which is strange because obviously I'm, i'm doing amazing stuff at work but it also just makes me think like hey i want to use these skills and exactly. i don't know just, you get new ideas and it keeps the it, you the more you work the, the more motivated you get i guess i don't know okay like I, I kind of understand what you you're saying and that's why I'm going to ask you like right now like obviously when you started yeah. you said that it all started as just skating and you really enjoyed it a lot and then along the way yeah. you started getting a lot into video filming yeah. editing whatever which is right now how you live do you still yeah do you Like if you would need to put like 50-50 like if you would need to give a percentage for skating or for for video like would you still say like 50% for video your passion and 50% for for skating or what's yeah, the balance I, here? I know I know I know what you mean um what's it shifted to I I'd, I'd say it's pretty yeah I'd say it's 50-50 actually which is probably a good place to be yeah that's um, amazing <laughs> rather than going one way or the other I mean obviously you know in terms of a career and making a living I, yeah, I've got to do, yeah, I can't make that off skating right now, but in terms of, um, yeah, enjoyment and and uh, satisfaction kind of outside of that, blading is definitely still on my brain a lot of the time. I mean, I don't actually, I need to, I always want to skate more myself. I guess the fact that I'm, when I do go skating, I am, most of the time I am filming or I'm working on a project because I'm so passionate about doing that, then obviously my actual 
me doing the actual activity of skating kind of drops off a bit and <laughs> then when i do skate i'm more frustrated because i'm not as good as i used to be and it's just kind of come on um, you, you still I, got those three spin topsoles really good i don't know what i started I've the probably last time still got them. that's amazing <laughs> they look good i gotta do one of them every couple of months just to make sure i still got it make sure the ankle still bends that way <laughs> that's good so the good thing is like man so if you still are like balanced in that it's amazing because when you skate you end up still practicing which is your main job but at the same time when your yeah. main job you still get better at something which has to do with your other passion which is making the skate video so it's in the end the whole thing puts you in the right spot if i can say that yeah definitely nice. I, and i think it was weird because when i like as i was going down the whole you know doing like physics and engineering and all this stuff like, I kind of, I did know in the back of my mind, I could always, I could probably make money off like, you know, filmmaking and all that kind of stuff. But I think my main reservation in my head was that if I did that, that I wouldn't enjoy it as much because I'd only really done it through skating. And I thought, you know what, like, maybe I'm not really gonna, maybe I'm, it's gonna kill the passion if I do it for a job, you know, that's kind of why, why I put off doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of been the opposite since I've actually like, been involved with filmmaking as a career like I, i've just become even more obsessed and, and motivated to then obviously use i don't know use those skills i in, guess it's in skating be because you were offered the opportunity to choose what you want somehow you know it's like mm. i kind of yeah. i skated for way too long and suddenly like when i finished my graduation like 2005 no 2006 I wouldn't say yeah. I never stopped skating, but somehow I, then, I. I remember you. You rode fixed gears for a while. I yeah. swear, I remember seeing you. Was that that was you? Yeah, I remember seeing stuff of you, and I was like, oh, okay. I didn't see. It didn't seem like you you skated much anymore. It no, was, I used yeah, to every now was... and then, but I had lots of problems with my ankles. And mm. the reason why I had all those problems is for me, skating was just like drop rails and stuff like that and i couldn't yeah, see my yeah. i couldn't Big imagine myself doing yeah i couldn't imagine myself doing anything else and it took me a while and then it's like a little bit yeah. before i moved to before i moved to south africa and i was still skating but it was just like every time that i would go out my feet would swallow and i couldn't really skate i would get hurt the whole mm -hmm. time and since i moved to south africa which is like a few years ago i started like skating more often before that i was doing demos in portugal skate park which i wouldn't get hurt yeah but if i would skate street i would get hurt and while i moved to south africa i started skating differently and using the big wheels and mm. it changed my way of looking at skating and that's why i say it's kind of like i choose to be back at it but i choose to do it differently you know yeah and it's kind of like a wiser yeah. way to do it you choose to do this and i can actually live from it i can't complain about it but yeah. again i did it once the way i didn't want to and i kind of like had the second opportunity if you can say that to do it like differently so now i can't really yeah, complain yeah. about anything i'm actually in a really good spot i love it it's awesome man yeah no, it's great to see you yeah back on the scene and producing all the content and yeah motivating and ed educating i guess <laughs> thank you kids I'm or whoever whoever's coming into it but it's it's funny that yeah because you say that like i feel like some skaters would have also gone down your kind of um well, i don't know if you call it path or whatever in terms of you know realizing that's that there's other aspects of skating that you still can do and enjoy as you get older and as you you know change in your head in terms of like what tricks you want to do but then i think some other people you know they like i said with um some of those older aussie guys maybe you know they 
they just don't want you just don't want to skate at all if you if you can't skate to the level that you skated at and you're yeah, doing I, things you're but doing, i understand and i respect that leave it, you know i respect that but the, the the way that i looked at it it's different which is like well not doing i can actually do more for skating by not doing like a drop rail or negative acid on whatever yeah. or gap or whatever i can do more for for skating because we actually need as someone who's trying to help skate we need more people on skates we don't need people to jump out of a, a roof we need kids to know how to skate we need people to teach them how to skate we need show them different ways to skate and that's kind of like what i'm trying to do you know but uh, again i totally respect when someone like if you tell me that a guy like tom fry that used to be known for doing this and that not wanting to skate nowadays because it doesn't yeah he can't it's I mean, normal yeah, like, that he was an example i to be honest i don't know if he's the but yeah if, if that is the case with him but yeah i know what you mean that kind of yeah well, I'm, I'm using him as a i'm obviously not saying yeah. man, I, I respect all those mm. guys so much I, I don't have anything negative to say about any of them first of all i mm. never met them but from what i've seen from all those guys they did what if it wasn't those guys we wouldn't be doing this right now so i got nothing but respect for all those guys that's for sure Definitely, man. But, but like, yeah, like you said, um, yeah, just I think like people doing big tricks and stuff like, of course, you know, I enjoy watching that as much as I ever have. But like you said, for people from the outside, I mean, people have, have talked about this a lot in the past. But yeah, in terms of showing skating to someone who maybe hasn't skated before or a, a younger, um, the younger generation, they that's not necessarily the most attractive thing to make them want to start skating you know it's it's Scary. probably things that look more fun whether it's like yeah but but the more fun things like you know Wobeski bombing through those tracks or like yeah it's crazy that guy who was in that going fade down the mine shaft thing or more just like cruising dude robbie pitts actually, skating like, that's actually what's yeah robbie pitts doing funky stuff yeah that's it is. what's like more appealing probably to to someone but who knows man Tell me, what skates are you skating right now? When you skate? Right now, I have some of the the VX, um, by, uh, yeah, the VX Ballo. Yeah. Uh, are they denims? I don't know. Yeah, those. those yeah, the black ones denim the brown one. Brown yeah. highlights. They look um, nice. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I skated M12s for a good four years, maybe. So really enjoyed that boot and that mold. Yeah, it's just pretty pretty similar. But I, I've got some some Vems on the way from Loco coming next week. So I've kind of actually, you know, when you've got you know you know you've got new skates coming, you just kind of like ah, oh, just gonna yeah. I don't know, I'm not that excited to skate right now because I know I've got new skates and just kind of want to get them. But uh, I'm interested to see how they fit and how they ride. <laughs> and have you have you ever went the uh, the big wheel way or never even tried? skate with big wheels yeah, yeah definitely I've, i've got some yeah i had like i remember back when the first time i went to the powerhouse when richie was in um was in barcelona do, like mm -hmm. i guess starting off the whole power blading thing movement whatever you call it um he gave me some this was like 2012 he gave me a pair of like 80 mil flat kaiser uh, like early generation yeah the kaiser ones and then like i think they were juice matter wheels like these fluoro Yeah, yellow ones i and know those those are fast. i literally had them i dude they're like so fast so bouncy and they literally lasted me like uh how well i took them to burma with me and i actually left them in burma to, to one of the kids but like they were 
basically still in like, perfect condition when I took them there. They just never wore down. But so then since I got rid of them, I, I got some of the tri-wheel ones this year. The, I think they are, what are they they're called? The, the Kaiser ones? They're like black. They're power slide ones. You know, they're like a full with like red accents and they got one, two fives. Like with, no, sorry, one tens, three one tens. Is it the Imperial? The, uh, has it been with the S? No, I don't know. Swell. Oh, what color? Be, what color is it? I think it's the swells, maybe. Are they're they... like all black with red kind of accents. Yeah, it's it's the swells. I don't know if just, I is don't it know a plastic? Is it a plastic yeah. boot or like a shoe? It's it's plastic. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like the, not, the Imperial. It's, like the, it's the, one, but... the Imperial Mega Cruiser. Yeah, the, you're right. Super Cruiser, whatever. Yeah, that's the one, and they're yes. they're pretty cool, man. I I I mean, it's obviously a bigger wheel than the the 80s, but. I do miss. I didn't think it would be as obvious of a difference between like a four wheel down and a three wheel down. I don't know, just that whole yes. feeling you get from having <laughs> two wheels in the middle that are like touching the ground. I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be the same. So it is. They're, they're obviously super fast, but it doesn't quite feel yeah. as good as, as skating four down. Yeah, so it's, 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 get you get else. used to it. I know that some people like when they run up steps and stuff. For some people, it makes a huge difference when they. Oh yes, danger. <laughs> you get used to it. I'm so used to it. I love yeah. it actually because the middle wheel make, works as a pivot point. Makes it like, in my opinion, makes it easier to turn and all that. But it's just something you get used to it. Yeah, oh, no, good. I, I like them. Though. I mean, for me, it's like obviously, I, I cruising A to B is amazing. And sometimes when I go out filming, I will just not. I will just go out on the the bigger wheel skates because I know if I'm having a day where I'm like, you know what, I'm probably not gonna do any grinds or anything myself i'm just i want it to be as easy as possible when i film so they're, yeah they're great for filming that's awesome did you ever did you ever like yeah did you ever got offered to to do anything like like with gimbals and stuff because i know a lot of skaters at least like in south africa there's a few of them that i know that have been traveling worldwide just to film yeah. on skates like basically they were they're working like Doing big like, cinema productions yeah. and stuff like that just filming worldwide yeah yeah like i have i've never i mean i've never sort of been approached by anyone to do like specific jobs but at my current job i, I every year that we do this shoot where we kind of follow a um it's like a seven day bike ride sort of through different parts of australia like raising money for charity and they um yeah i always take the big wheels and so like i'll on the start of the day i'll cruise out with all the riders and then different spots like throughout the day i'll try and find like a nice hill like bomb and just cruise down next to them with the gimbal and stuff and it may, yeah it makes for some amazing shots um and it is yeah it's pretty fun just being able to do that get paid to just skate around and <laughs> use your steady cam but yeah i've seen like i've seen connor i think i've seen connor o'brien on skates a few times on some big sets and yep. um another guy who's is there a polish guy i don't know his name but he's always got like a steady cam there's he's myron in, he's in he's from know? south africa there's yeah. this south african guy his name is myron yeah. he travels yeah. the world man he's been shooting like with david beckham and like he did like a yeah. lot of ads for adidas and all that stuff it's all done on skates and he doesn't even use big wheels huh he's skating like 60 millimeters i don't know how but he does it yeah eons is it eons he, he, right now he's getting on this gods or whatever that is like oh there you go Oh, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. They're, I swear there's a Polish guy. Is his name? Yeah, I can't remember. But there's a few people out there. And yeah, it's definitely like my boss totally, like the first time he saw footage like on skates with a gimbal or a steady cam or whatever, he was like, whoa, this is like 
game yeah, changer. Game <laughs> to, to get, yeah, like, and then he's like, shit, how else can we use this? Let's let's think of other ways. But it, it's tricky because a lot of the, the shoots we do, like, they're, you know, they're, they're not in a city, so there's not off-road. smooth concrete. It's like in the bush or... So i got to get some off-road skates. You need some classes from Dustin Rebeski, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I tried the, the off-roads. I remember back in the day, I tried the rollerblade. Is it Coyotes? Yeah, the Coyotes, like 3150s. Yeah, I remember those. And I, my friend in London had them, but they were a bit too small, so I, I didn't have long on them. But I don't know. I felt kind of like, felt like my ankles were a bit in danger because you think yeah those things are high they're really same. tall yeah <laughs> but I, i'd like to try the new stuff i had the big cats as well but they were they were shocking they just didn't even roll they basically had like which one yeah and i had stupid. the other the, ones the roast the roses ones yeah and i had the the enduro which was like 390s or something like that i still have them in yeah, portugal but that. they're just bad Have you tried like the other new ones? I don't know. I've, I've seen a few out there. Like, do they actually work, or are they still pretty dodge? Which, uh, which know, I don't know. I don't. Power pa slide make a bunch. No, I, I do have of some of them. I do things. have some of them. There's so basically there's a there's a one fifty version, which is a Trinity, which yeah. is a different mounting frame, and then there's a one twenty five. In my opinion, the one twenty fives work better because it's a shorter wheelbase. And okay, then, so you're not tripping up. No, so. You know what? I was just talking with you about um, about the South African guys that work with gimbals, right? One of the guys yeah. just walked in and he's right here looking at me, no Frank. <laughs> he's right here looking go. at me. <laughs> he also works with gimbals and like so. But I'm with headphones; they can't really listen to us. <laughs> okay, yeah, man. I mean, it's. Uh, Yeah, what do you got for me next? How are we I'm doing? just We've checking. Been an hour, I, uh, I think we're about, we're almost good, done. Man. We just have one question here, which is, do you like bananas? <laughs> I don't know why, man. I don't do know I what... like bananas? I, I do. I definitely enjoy a good banana. I don't eat them much, but yeah, if I'm feeling I need some energy, I'll do it. <laughs> That's sick, man. I guess we're done, Dom. I just like... <laughs> We just came to cool, an man. end with a banana question. It's all good. I like, don't think you can end it otherwise, yeah. <laughs> it was good, I guess. I didn't end up asking you which was the worst five guys that you would ever film, that you ever filmed, or the, if you had to go somewhere else and if there would be five guys nah, that you man. would not want to, to choose. I didn't ask that. On that one? Nah. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's end it with the bananas. Are we good with the bananas then? I think the, we can end it with bananas. <laughs> It's all good then. Okay, so cool, it was man. nice. All right, nice to speak to you. Hopefully yeah. this was remotely enjoyable to, to someone out there. And yeah, um, yeah all good, man. Thanks Thank you for, so much. Thank you so much. I'm pretty sure people will enjoy it, huh? and no keep worries, doing mate. what you're doing it's we need it for sure likewise mate awesome. <laughs> thank you man cheers That's thank it. you nice dude cheers bye and that was it mr dom west straight f out of australia right now this guy from the uk uh, it's inspiring for all of you that have one passion that not always have to do with skating but there's always ways to relate it if you really want to do it so Here's a good example. If you haven't watched his latest video, maybe that's a good opportunity. Just go down the link in the description of this video or podcast if you're listening it. It's called Blading Burma and it's amazing. Basically, it's three of the best skaters in the world together with 
one of the best filmers in the world that just went to a super remote place in Asia called Burma and they filmed everything. So if you want a little bit of inspiration for your skating, well, download Blading Burma, Burma, download Blading Burma and enjoy it. And that's it. I hope you guys also enjoyed this skate talk. If you did, do not forget to give me some thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if this is the first time that you're listening to. If you've been listening to this but and you're subscribing but you're not getting notifications, you can always click on the bell on the side of that notification button and every time I upload one of these you'll get notifications. And that's it for today. Just don't forget why we all started skating. Because it's fun. Cheers! Vou viver até quando...